Hey, welcome to the Best Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Fennessy, and I'm joined by Master Anna Planner, Donna Schumar. During this podcast journey, we hope to explore high-level Anaplan modeling concepts and connect you, the listener, with the expert Anaplanners that are at the forefront of the platform's innovation. Stay tuned for thought-provoking conversations with our amazing guests. We plan to feature guests that span multiple industries, such as retail, finance, supply chain, sales, and many others, as well as bringing in pioneers in advanced data modeling and data integrations. Our goal is to provide our audience with as much free knowledge, value, and insights into the ecosystem. So we hope you join us in that mission. Welcome back to the Best Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Fennessy, and I'm joined today with Master Anna Planner, Donna Schumar, as always. And we have a special guest for you today coming over from Anovate Partners, Cyrus Sullivan. How are you doing today, Cyrus? I'm doing great. Happy to be here, Zach and Don. So give us a little bit of a bra- background or your background. Um, where were you before Anaplan? Um, what made you come to the software? And uh, maybe a little bit about Anovate itself. Definitely. So, you know, prior to Anaplan, um, had, had a career-wise, you know, typical consultant. Uh, prior to that, actually, I worked in uh, Tokyo as an enterprise consultant there. And that is actually where I first got acquainted uh, with the Anaplan software. During that time, you know, I worked with uh, other enterprise-grade um, tools, Qualtrics, such as those, and, you know, really took to it. And when I moved back to um, uh, the States, um, you know, I, I had a firm I was connected with that was doing an Anaplan practice, so joined there. Prior to that as well, I've done um, a, t- a typical role, you know, as many consultants find themselves as, you know, a business analyst. I've done some work with the State Department, all that, so have experience with federal and on the commercial side of things, so... But taking Anaplan, um, I found to be just a, a wonderful transition and definitely kind of, uh, what I'm enjoying most so far in my career. That's great. Um, so uh, tell us a little about about the uh, the founding of Anavate. Um, I know you have a, a couple of partners over there as well. Um, but uh, how did that? How did you guys get that started? Um, what was the beginning kind of like, and uh, where are you guys at currently? So I joined. Um, I was the first one to join, actually, after all the all the partners. So I, I joined right at, at the at the get go, and really, um, Anavate Story is um, a firm that was founded by uh, four four um, four main partners. One, um, you know, is a seasoned consultant venture capitalist, while the other three uh, joined uh, right after uh, really after um, graduating from college. Um, a lot of them, you know, have have prior experience too with working with large pension funds, KPMG consulting, all that, and it really was kind of based on the thesis of not really wanting to sell your soul to the big four for you know ten, fifteen years, grind that way. Instead, you know, really finding a way where immediately right out of school you can bring bring out value, you know, um, and be and kind of bring a level to the marketplace that usually isn't seen only until you do some of your time in it, if that makes sense. So definitely unusual for most for- firms. Um, not always the best strategy for you to start a company, or especially as a consultant, right when you're so green. But uh, so far, I would say things are looking pretty good. Awesome. Um, and, you know, as, as we are kind of figuring out ourselves, uh, w- when you're a partner in, in that kind of environment, you have you kind of wear a lot of hats, take on a lot of different roles. But how would you describe your role within Anavate right now and what you do on a day to day basis? 
Definitely. I would say in terms of my role, uh, it, we're, we're right, well segmented in different uh, parts, you know, in terms of delivery, sales, things like that. And I uh, occupy very much, in the, I would say, into growth and our partnerships functions. So very much, I would say it's a, it's a hybrid role between sales per se, but then also very much kind of looking to look how the firm will scale and grow into the continu- continuous future. So I, I'm, I kind of direct all hiring, offering new offices, project management teams, things like that, where I'm very much concerned in how everyone is optimized and how we continue to grow in that regard. Mm-hmm, certainly. Um, so do, does Anovate specialize in, uh, in Anaplan only, or do you guys offer any other services or, or softwares? Yeah, no, we're primarily an Anaplan uh, practice. That's our bread and butter. Uh, we are involved with um, automation quite, quite a bit. So one of our key partners is uh, Workado. And we found, you know, just working with Anaplan, so many tools complement it very well. So Workado, we have found, has been very underrepresented with um, Anaplan clients. And the automation it provides, especially with, you know, data integration, is it just uh, takes straight wonderfully. So we, we, we do a little like, kind of a complementation softwares like that. Uh, Kiva as well, that's a common one. And But really, Anaplan makes the foundation of, all our work in buildings. Gotcha. Is there is there future plans to eventually kind of branch into those complementary softwares, like you mentioned, some that naturally integrate with Anaplan easier than others to kind of venture into those? Um, I know that we've discussed in the past sort of potential end-to-end uh, implementations uh, down the road. Obviously, that's a pretty large undertaking, but uh, any any plans to kind of expand into those as well? Yeah, I would say currently... Um, the complementary softwares are doing really well with the work we're doing with them. But of course, you know, the roadmap really is um, building off Anaplan, but um, so much more than that too, with, you know, additions of more softwares and then also looking into bringing on down the line, you know, uh, ERPs and then possibly even uh, CRMs as well. So I, it'll, I think it can only get bigger from here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, down, down the, uh, I would say, or my next question would be where, where do you see Anovate or other smaller Anaplan firms kind of fitting into the larger Anaplan uh, partner ecosystem? Uh, maybe po- potential niches that you've found along the way or, or areas of opportunity for some of those smaller firms? Yeah, you know, I think that's just a really interesting question. And it really is, you know, the million or probably tens of million dollar question at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's kind of seeing how the future holds for all of us. I think right now we're at a very interesting in time and seeing where Anaplan is currently. And so in terms of factors on looking both at the partner ecosystem, I would, I would say probably um, most Anaplan practices, I would say at least now and at least for the next few years, can very confidently say they'll, they'll be continuing to grow. I know Anovate, we have no doubt that growth is at a very strong pace is happening. And I think that's happening across other partners as well. Um, the thing is, you, you, you do see now, uh, I think you saw, you know, line point a while back, there is acquisition moves in the space and mm-hmm. it's interesting to see how that happens. And, you know, we don't see it too much currently with partners, but it's always on the mind. You know, I think there's always an idea of one of the bigger players coming in to pick up on the boutiques, things like that. And mm-hmm. it also depends on specialization. You know, we see line point, they have cornered, you know, finance and private equity so well that they are really kind of made a moat around themselves where even if, let's say, one of the big four practices really comes in and moves in, takes a big share of the market, there's only so much they can do 
in terms of like line point will always have their clients and customers because they develop a niche so well. Mm -hmm. uh, mm. Seems sometimes if you're a little more agnostic in your use cases, you might struggle a bit there depending on just, you know, how your sales are doing, things like that. So that was kind of an open-ended answer, but probably at the end of the day, I'd say I'm very, very curious because I can't make a prediction, but I'm I'm very interested in seeing how everything's going to shake up within the next year or two. Yeah, that that brings up an interesting point. Um, do, do you guys, would you say that Anovate specializes in a specific use case? Um, or have you guys kind of taken the agnostic approach to to what deals that you guys secure or what projects you guys look for specifically? I would say we're definitely very versatile in uh, what we do. And, you know, still, you know, being a small firm, it's a great learning opportunity for us to get to touch so many different industries. Uh, in terms of specialization, uh, definitely, um, you know, FP&A has, has become very strong uh, w within our firm, and that's one that we can do in our sleep. And a, a kind of a unique use case, too, we've been developing very well that most others don't haven't even touched is professional sports. One of our flagship clients is a Seattle Kraken, and that, that's been a kind of a specialty we really developed with, through uh, work we've done with them and then just being connected to other teams in the league and other sports as well. So it's a, it's a very much a... Um, Specialty I'm looking forward to us growing further because who doesn't like, you know, free ticket tickets and box seats? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm assuming you're a big hockey fan then. Yeah. Or might become one at least. <laughs> it gives you opportunity too, yeah. And Seattle Kraken being such a new team, you're definitely on the ground floor. No one can call you a fair weather fan with them. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. You're the first one in the door for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To talk about how that how that kind of relationship uh kind of you know uh took place like how did you guys develop that how did you enter into the sports world like do you do one of the partners have like an existing kind of foundation in that world like how, how did you guys end up entering that space yeah uh one of our senior partners um he's a canadian american citizen and not not to get stereotypical here but you know any canadian has a connection to hockey to, in some degree right. so he was he was very involved with um uh, one of the major club teams in canada and a lot of times those clubs teams can act as, um, you know, feeders for the professional leagues, things like that. So just through a couple of degrees of that, uh, got introduced to the Seattle Kraken and very interesting sales cycle. Um, you know, come from like a Canadian club connection to the Kraken. We leveraged that and found a way in. So it, you, you can always find the most interesting spots. And I think that really was the catalyst that got us in the door. Yeah. That's such a unique. Uh, use case, I think, um, you know, if there was a specialty, Innovate could capitalize on. I think that could be a huge kind of market that nobody has access to. Mm -hmm. So, so kind of like uh, building off of that, um, and and without getting into too much detail, what kind of work do you guys do with with, with a sports team? What kind of what kind of work do they look for to be done? And um, is it does that eventually kind of expand into other use cases as well? Yeah, I would say, you know, uh, working with professional sports, especially from a perspective with arenas as well, it's one of the most fascinating um, examples. And I would say probably one of my favorite use cases so far I've seen with Anaplan. Because when you think about it, you know, you have a professional sports team and you're looking, let's say, at key revenue drivers. Um, you know, typically you're looking you know, at ticket sales. That's the big one. Uh, but then there's so many different other uh, streams. So merchandise sales is big. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times, you know, we're talking about an arena here, which things get really interesting, where, you know, the, the team is the primary um, user of the arena. It's, it's uh, the climate change arena in Seattle. However, you know, arenas are used for um, 
concerts, uh, shows, things like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have the main section of evidence generated from the sports side, but then you also you have concerts. So you have to calculate what the the Bad Bunny concert is, what, uh, uh, let's say, Bill Burr is coming to tour, those ticket sales on another different stream. Um, so tip, you get kind of, you can get very granular and you, you have, you think about a lot more different streams than you wouldn't necessarily imagine that, you know, a sports team have to think of. So really fascinating stuff. And I think, um, once you dig into it, I think just see, it's kind of taking the hood off our car and seeing how everything works. And I, I learned a bunch about, you know, how arenas and sports teams work that I, I had no idea, you know, growing up. Yeah. So when you compare that to like a typical FPNA use case, what do you think uh, are some kind of differentiators between that and uh, between that and a sports team? Yeah, I would say you know just um, you know I think the 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 organization's hierarchy is a bit different as well. Um, you know I think if you're checking at and it, there's no such thing as like a typical enterprise organization, but it's clearly usually a key hierarchy with departments, direct reports, things like that. Um, I think with sports teams, you know they 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 operate as a very much more lean enterprise where um, you kind of, you kind of exactly know where everything leads up to and they're very similar entities where sports teams, you know, pretty much they'll be entirely based within that state, that city of where they operate companies, you know, you're dealing with um, national international organizations with people all over the world. So things can get jumbled. So in, in a lot of ways, sometimes with the sports team, things can be a little easier but it's always a give or take with whichever use case you're talking about. Interesting. It almost sounds more complex in some ways, but also simpler in other ways, as opposed to a, a typical FBNA use case. I would say so because I, I I would say it's not really your typical FBNA example as mm -hmm. much. Like you know, it's not the one you're going to be seeing as routinely as you would in like you know if you typically open up a PNL sheet in like a average business. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um. So. Anovate, um, you get for, from what I understand, you guys have kind of your own process of, of developing talent. Uh, can you kind of speak to, you know, how you guys are kind of building out or contributing to the the um, the expanding growth and, and learning within the Anaplan community, generating model builders, solution architects? Uh, what kind of steps are you guys taking in, in your firm to kind of generate that talent internally? Yeah, no, uh, definitely. So I think anyone. Um that even is knowledgeable of Anaplan and works with Anaplan on some basis knows there is a very big demand for anyone that can actually work in Anaplan that's, you know, that's certified. So one of our flagship programs at Anovate is called Skill Factory. And Skill Factory is um, it's our university uh, relation arm and, and also just shareable arm to the ecosystem where we have a lot of um, outreach to universities across the country and also the globe really and we target you know high achieving seniors and grad students typically you know with a finance engineering computer science background and get them and get them uh, introduced to anaplan and the whole the whole thesis on that really is you know anytime a company hires uh, a new grad it really is a, a three to six to even one year process for them to fully get acclimated and become a return on investment for that organization so what we basically want to bring to the to uh, the universities is a tool that you know once you learn learn it and get certified that any company you join you immediately become of value to them right off the bat 
And in that way, too, you command a higher salary, more uh, a faster career path, and everything. And is, that, that really is done with Anaplan itself. So um, it has been fantastic. We've been doing Skill Factory now for about two and a half years. We have done multiple cohorts and I think have easily got over 100 plus, 150 um, people certified as model builders. And it's been great. So we have had uh, people from Europe, Japan, all across the country in uh, South America all get uh, acclimated to Anaplan. And it's been great. You know, selfishly on our end, we love it because, you know, we hire the cream of the crop of those um, training. And we, that's why we bring a lot of our uh, junior consultants into the firm. And likewise, too, it benefits our clients and other clients of Anaplan where if they're looking for model builders, they have a great source to uh, go in and uh, acquire some. That's great, uh, for sure. Um, I think that we're we're kind of always talking about how do we develop the the Anaplan learning ecosystem um, and trying to find our own ways and kind of also taking some notes from from guys like from you guys from from what Anaplan provides natively uh, with their community and and their academy. Um, but I think that, like you said, there's there's still a ton of opportunity to kind of expand and like and also the demand for for those skills is at like an all time high. So filling those roles is and continuing to develop Anaplan in the future. That, that's kind of a pivotal piece to that. Um, how many how many of those um, hundred plus model builders work at Anavate currently? Uh, I would say anyone that has is in Anavate has done Skill Factory. So right now we're currently at 15 and I would say probably 12, pretty much any, anyone, everyone here in Anivate, everyone has gone through Skill Factory. So you have to, you basically have to be a Skill Factory uh, uh, associated and alumni of it to get mm -hmm. hired. And it, it's been fantastic. And then we, we, we build a lot off the Anaplan uh, platform as well, where we have our own uh, exercises and kind of mock projects that really bring uh, model builders up to speed and ready to tackle any model. Yeah, uh, could you kind of expand on maybe some of the the overarching principles of some of those? Like, how, how do you maybe change the the curriculum that you know is already available with an Anaplan to maybe broaden it and make it a little bit more challenging or provide more real real life project experience to to a training scenario? Yeah, uh, definitely uh, with the Anaplan Learning Center and the certificate uh, program. Uh, that that serves as like the key foundation. So mm -hmm. that that's that's step one for everything. Uh, getting them through that level one, level two, the Anaplan way, and then from there uh, we have a kind of we call it a scope factor accelerator, where after after someone's certified, they get they're given a few uh, different exercises that they go through, like a data integration um, set, uh, sometimes like mini projects where they have to build out a personal finance tool, thing uh, things like that, and it's been great. And obviously, too, in this whole Skill Factor program, there's the big Anaplan component, but there's also a tilt towards consulting where there's, there's soft skill workshops. So learning how to be client-facing, uh, interacting with uh, different types of stakeholders on, on an implementation project have all been really um, great in just getting people up to speed and ready to go in kind of an Anaplan consulting route. Um, so that's what we found. And, you know, every time it's, get, it's getting improved in each iteration, but uh, it's something we're really proud of that we can bring for ourselves and then all our clients and users of Anaplan out there. Yeah. So where um, where do you see uh, Skill Factory kind of going in the next next year, next few years? What do you think it can become? 
Yeah, I, I think um, you know, obviously, I think that the headcount in those who have gone through it will reach exponentially uh, quite a bit, and I think it's going to further kind of solidify itself in the ecosystem as really one of the the great uh, ways where if you need Anoplan talent, if you need someone to be up to speed on Anoplan, then that that is where you go. Uh, it, it's done. It's been. It's done great things for us. Uh, it very much started kind of as an internal tool, where now um, we we see its applications um, being like a net positive for like partner firms and Anaplan clients alike. Yeah. So in that kind of way, you almost position yourself as Innovate, being friends of the ecosystem, where you can not only get business on your own, but you're also supplying talent to the rest of the community. Yeah, no, definitely. I think one of our biggest of values here at Innovate is we're very much, uh, we like to be the friendly guys in the in the playground. So we, we're very little ego and, and we just love working with other folks. And for that, that's like through subcontracting with them or, you know, helping them out, fill out their practices. Uh, we just think uh, it's like the old adage, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. So it's something we adhere to and like really like to see how we can get back to others because I think it just fosters more growth and prosperity for everyone involved. And such a, such a unique angle. I think uh, that is actually quite commendable uh, as far as what you guys are doing there. Um, I guess my other question there is, do you guys then play a role as, do you guys see yourselves as kind of half recruiting company almost? Like, do you, are you guys like half, almost like a staffing agency of sorts? Are you looking to get your graduates staffed? Is that something you guys take on? You, you know, we, we have thought that uh, we have put some good thought into that. And I and we can very calmly say, like, by no means, we are not anything even closely later recruiting company. Uh, we're, we're still very much um, and, and a plan uh, consultants by trade. And I think we'll always continue to be so. Um, but it is a, a natural, a good thing because it's and, and it's a way where we don't always necessarily need to be a recruitment company. Because I think if you ever if you have an AMP plan, certified monobole certificate, you're never going to go hungry. Like that is a wonderful thing to put on your resume, especially for being a young college grad. So I think that alone um, can get you recruited to some of the best companies in the world and best consulting yeah. firms out there. Mm -hmm. So if I kind of understand as a learner who's going through the skill factory, you can either get hired by Innovate or Innovate says, you know, we've given you the platform, we've got you certified. You know, uh, you're off to look for work kind of wherever you find it within the ecosystem. But that certificate gives them the credibility to pursue that. Definitely. And then we ourselves, of course, um, we we just simply can't hire everyone that goes through our program. But, uh, you know, Anaplan themselves have been has been incredibly supportive in it in terms of just um, uh, people they send to help out, things like things like that. And. You know, we have a wide connection of recruiters because I think anyone that works in Amplan knows probably every other day they'll get a request for some type of new role available, whether it's a contract role, something like that. So we very much uh, set set our uh, folks up to succeed and have the resources to see what type of opportunities are out there and the ones that really appeal to them. So. So how does one get involved with the Skill Factory? Um, do you have to be a college student? And if you are a college student, um, do you guys have specific uh, relationships with specific universities that you'd have to be at? Or um, what kind of ways can you get involved with that? 
Yeah, uh, really kind of the, the requirement to get involved with Skill Factory is a college student or young graduate. So I would say, you know, if, you're, if you graduate within a year or two, you're, you're still very much in the clear and, and are very much welcome to join Skill Factory. Uh, and for, for anyone to get involved, all you need to go is to go to the Anime Partners site and there's a Skill Factory tab where you can apply there. Um, and in terms of colleges, we do have a couple of key relationships. Uh, we're heavily involved with uh, Arizona State. Uh, they're one of the largest uh, universities in the country. And they have a fantastic supply chain program there that we recruit heavily out of and are, are frequent uh, contributors at, at the school. Likewise, you know, they have a strong finance, computer science departments where law school factory alumni come from. Uh, additionally, very involved with uh, Notre Dame. Um, as we have a cohort there, we have visited an MBA program there and actually gave a, a guest lecture on an app plan supply chain use case. So fantastic um, experience that was. We did that uh, last fall. And a, a few others ones too. We, we've had uh, folks come from like the UC schools and Vanderbilt and, and also a handful from other random schools across the country and then in, in Europe and abroad. That's great. So it, it seems like a kind of a, a diverse group of college students uh, from all over the country. Cyrus, we, we really appreciate having you on. Um, we wish you and, and Anivate the best of luck in going into 2022. I'm sure that you guys have a lot of big, big goals that you plan on accomplishing this year. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to say? Otherwise, we, we, can, uh, we can wrap up. Thanks again for having me. And, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure here talking about definitely something I'm very passionate about. And anyone that um, is interested in knowing me or Anivate better, please reach out. I'm always very big on mentoring, helping uh, anyone out. So looking forward to uh, talking to you again soon. I really appreciate being here. Thank you for listening to the Best Practice Podcast. We hope you have gained a few valuable insights from our guests and hosts during this episode. If you would like to hear more best practices, be sure to subscribe and follow along so you can catch every episode as we release them to the community on a weekly basis. 